0: i Brother, we do need
1: Friends and family, welcome to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Kevin O'Brien, filling in for Francis Hall tonight. He's out celebrating. You know why he's celebrating? Because 45 is out of the White House. 46, 46 is in. 46 46 is in the White House. 46 is in the Oval Office. They had a big celebration for 46 this week. Tom Hanks himself, he hosted the celebration for Farty Sex. Farty Sex, Farty Sex, Farty Sex. We're all so glad about Farty Sex. <laughs> I'm Francis Hall. That was Lean On Me that I had uh, done the intro for last week.
2: And and I am what's left of Calvin Williams after <laughs> hearing that. <laughs> 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 oh, that was good. That was good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been holding on to that one <laughs> for a while. You,
2: uh, you, 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 you're, you're, you've been holding that one in, have you?
1: I've been holding that one in. So uh, before the show, actually while on me was playing, Calvin mentioned that he saw the film Remedy that I have a small part in about five minutes that I do take we're really good advantage of those five minutes.
2: Yeah, yes you do. Holy crap. That was uh your are scene, you uh you stole the show on that one.
1: <laughs> and I right. mentioned that I that that was all impro impro improvised.
2: Yep. Um everything um everything save for like the beginning and like you. And I really like how really like how you played that off. Like you were just like you were just casually mentioning to uh, remedy. Okay, this. I'm going. I want you to write down everything that uh, uh, that I talk about. Cause everything is off the top of my head, and I want to make sure I get. I want to make sure you get everything. And like that was basically like the uh, the one line that you had. <laughs> and I think that
1: was the one scripted line.
2: The one scripted line.
1: Which I read off a of script. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Played it off really nice too,
1: <laughs> and there was one serious moment in that monologue that I thought was important for the character, and that was when uh, when he says, "I love my wife. At some point, she stopped loving me, and I don't know why."
2: Yep, yeah, I remember that. I remember that line. Yeah. With that, um, was there any sort of uh, um, like? Personal significance of that one?
1: There sure was. Mm. There sure was. Whew, that's gonna get deep, but it's something that my dad said to me when I was pretty young.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Goodness.
1: So that's okay, why I could so, say it was so much weight. That's why you know it, it carries something carries in that line. And a few people have, had come up to me who had seen the film uh, at the screenings, and they were like, "You know, I love that character. It was so much fun. But that one line, it just humanized him.
2: Absolutely. Like there, like there was there was all the 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 harebrained ideas, the uh, the the list of women that he wanted." <laughs> Including a pe- uh, pear-shaped woman, but not too oily. And an oily one, too.
1: And a greasy one, too. <laughs> pear-shaped, greasy, not too greasy. And a greasy one. <laughs> I want to read you one of the reviews on Amazon for Remedy. This fucking bitch.
2: Oh, some somebody... Somebody, somebody threw salt in a movie?
1: Oh, my God. But, you know, if they didn't like the film because of the acting, because of the writing, whatever, fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. But here, here, here we goes. Here's the, here's, the, here's the title. Recklessly unrealistic and, frankly, just not a good film. As a dominatrix, this film infuriates me beyond belief. Where to begin? Spoilers ahead. But the film isn't worth watching, so go ahead and read. I'll save you the two hours, you never get back. For starters, okay, we're like five seconds in, and it's like you haven't said anything. First of all, for starters, (laughs) spoiler alert, for starters, I've never heard of a pro-dungeon that doesn't provide latex medical gloves, and I can't believe any dungeon would ever allow a client to bring his own medical supplies unless they were disposable and in the original packaging. I'm going to drop down. Second, in the entire two hours of the film, I didn't hear the words aftercare used a single time. I don't know any doms who don't offer aftercare in any dungeon that doesn't allow providers, blah, 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 blah. I could go on for hours. She does go on for hours.
2: Oh, goodness.
1: (laughs) About how unrealistic this portrayal of professional dominatrix is. But honestly, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> and then she goes to recommend another movie, and it's like we're we're not making a documentary, we're not making a how-to movie. Right. This is storytelling from the medium of film. Here is a here's her here's her um, here's her uh, review of Wizard of Oz. I cannot begin to talk about how unrealistic this movie was. <laughs> I've been a Wiccan for 20 years. First of all, okay, spoiler alerts ahead. First of all, we don't use flying monkeys. <laughs> we do not use flying monkeys. Next, if Glinda was a good witch, she would have sent Dorothy right home and not put her through all that agonizing stuff that made the movie happen. I would like to speak to this movie's manager can I speak to this movie's manager? No, wait! I demand! I demand to speak to this movie's manager.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it, it it did read it did read very Karen esque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which? Which is kind of interesting coming from a. Um, someone who purports himself to be a dominatrix.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe. She definitely, she would like to talk to the Rem- to remedies manager. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was also a review from somebody who did work in dungeons in the nineties, uh, sp- very specifically New York city dungeons in the nineties and was like, wow, that was spot on. That film was spot on. Mm.
2: So it seems like a seems like a kind of a uh, a mixed bag here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine by me. You know, I, 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 you know, of course you want to see five stars across the board, but, um, what I don't like to see is just a medium reaction, you know, love it or hate it. But, but, uh, if you, if, if it, does something for you that's great same thing with the werewolf bitches uh, from outer space people love it or they hate it uh two of the things that i'm in that i watched recently uh
2: that is that is that is next on my list
1: oh it's fun (laughs) (laughs) it is fun uh my character very different from remedy uh, of course Mm. uh he's so serious He's just very, very serious. He's a police officer. I based him as much as I could on uh, on uh, Al Pacino's Serpico.
2: That's right. You told me about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I even stole some lines from Serpico and put them in there. I don't know if they made the final cut or not, but I did.
2: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: Like uh, when he was talking about people don't trust me because I don't take money what what is that? Can you believe that cops don't trust me because cause I don't take? <laughs> I think about that film a lot. It was his his home in the, his apartment in the film is just three blocks away from me uh, on uh, one of my favorite streets in the world, Mineta Lane. And I'm thinking about when they shot that, uh, you know, this wasn't long after the whole cervical scandal happened in New York City. And you have to have cops on set. You know, what were those dirty cops on set thinking, doing or not doing? Or, you know, did they fuck with the film at all? I wonder about that now.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. A corrupt cop, because they all were in the seventies, and well, not all, but all except for Surfico. You're a cop on a set that on a movie that's about you know exposing corrupt police. Calvin has a thunderstorm button. We were doing sound check. All of a sudden, I hear this fucking thunder... Very realistic thunderstorm sound. I'm like, what the- <laughs> What the fuck was that? And he's like, oh, I hit my thunderstorm button. <laughs> my fucking thunderstorm button. I want a thunderstorm button. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so... So I actually do have a thunderstorm. Button. <laughs> what other buttons do you have? Um they're all they're actually all the buttons are are based around the uh, the the thunderstorm button. <laughs> let's you got see, a lightning? I say I got a quiet I got a quieter thunderstorm button. Uh, which one is it? It's slightly quieter. Let's- Like, all of my, like, the reason, <laughs> the reason why I have, um, the reason why I have, um, these random buttons is because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, every, every 10 or so episodes, I do a, a special, a special version of my show called The Quiet Storm. The Quiet Storm is, uh, is a, is a radio format going back to the, uh, the 60s that was that was um heavy on like um adult urban adult urban contemporary and like smooth jazz um saha solid gold soul and and uh and things like that and like i really like i really like the quiet storm i thought i thought it's such i think it's such a such a cool radio format it's uh it still goes on in new york on um wbls i i believe and i i wanted to i wanted to do my personal take on it and the first i did the first one about maybe uh the beginning of last year i think and it and it went over so well i do it um about four or five times a year now
1: I'm sorry. And what is this? What what? How does how is that a a change in the format for your show? What what is it that you do?
2: So, well, while well my folk my, while well my focus is like is a lot of uh, modern day R and B and pop and and like kind of like the imagine the modern day variant of of maybe not so much the quiet storm, but like all those genres, but current day. Though I do, though I do play a lot of, um, uh, play a lot of oldies uh, during my show. Like one, like one specific set of music during my show is all music from the from the from the '60s to the '90s.
1: All right, all right. Well, that sounds very cool. Uh, well, since we're talking about uh, modern day versions of older songs, let's uh, let's do a bring it on home to me. This is Sam Cooke's song from 1962. And I discovered these cats, this is the Songs for Change, uh, just this week. Songs for Change is a musical organization that connects people from all over the world. Uh, and, 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 this, and the songs that they, they produce, uh, money that is made, it's also a charitable organization. So they're, they're connecting artists from all over the world. Are doing beautiful stuff. You have a string section from Sweden, you have a drum section from China, you have, you know, it's and and it all works. Um, And they're doing something for charity. So we're going to listen to this. uh, Bring it on home to me from Songs of Change, various artists.
0: Thank you. I'm going to do this song for my friend back here, Mm Mark. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you love me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. If you ever change your mind about leaving. Yeah. I got all this music that I'm doing on CD up here. The CD's like $15. Got 21 songs on it.
1: Correction: That is playing for change, not songs for change. Playing for change. And uh, bringing on home one of one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. Great song. Uh, there's uh, if you're looking for. A stripped-down version of that uh, cover of that sister hazel sister hazel it's just her a guitar there might be another person that's doing uh the it's they're sort of a counterpoint to that song uh i but anyway that's a that's a really good really good version and that song also inspired me to write something that that i'm very happy about very happy with i just thought about opening a song or a poem with the word if and and seeing where where it t- where it takes me because you know if you ever change your mind if is the opening word there so this is what i wrote and the name of the song is song and i wrote this in Mar- march 7th 07 so a while ago mm. if if my heart could show the love around me my heart would show a bright rainbow If my soul could sing the words within me, the tears would flow with joy and pain. And you should know how much I love you. I'll always care when you feel alone. I have a ship. It's in the music. With you aboard, we'll find a home. And in this home, my heart will show you all of this love. My soul will sing.
2: Wow, that was beautiful.
1: That was one of four of my poems that were selected uh hung, they were put into huge lithographs and and uh and they were hung in the Brennan courthouse for a month. That was quite an honor. And I was glad that that was one of them because I love that poem. And I was and I wasn't for anyone. I wasn't with a partner at the time.
2: That was just that was just you you putting your feelings out there.
1: Starting with the word if.
2: I like <sighs> that. That was really cool. Thank you. Give me a sec. Just trying to make sure I get the songs in the system before we get in trouble. <laughs>
1: I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, While you're doing that, so I'm saying arrest Trump, but not yet, because that would give him attention and a voice, something he doesn't have right now. He's not in the White House. He doesn't have his Twitter. He doesn't have his Facebook. Right now, Trump is just an old guy yelling at cars.
2: (laughs) And sadly enough, everybody, like all his neighbors, well, except the ones at Mar-a-Lago, are, are, are happy to see him back in Florida. Ugh. Well, it's Florida.
1: He's, he's, the, he's the quintessential Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> crazy fucking Florida man. That's all he is now. Just a crazy fucking Florida man.
2: <laughs> I never thought about it that way, but when you when you put it in that context, it makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs> kind of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to a Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. We could use your help to keep going. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501... 501c non-profit anything you give to us is a tax-deductible donation uh and to give you go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate i almost said support (laughs) (laughs) radiofreebrooklyn.org or dot com slash (laughs) donate and you can make it as little as a dollar a month You know, if you're not celebrating, if you're not spending all your money celebrating 40 (laughs) sacks, why don't you give a donation to Radio Free Brooklyn, the toasted oat cereal with sweet surprises? I don't know if you remember that commercial.
2: (laughs) That's where I get my Irish
1: voice from. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? The, it's from a fucking seventies. Always after me, lucky charms, the toasted oat cereal with sweets and prizes.
2: It's unfortunately that that seem that seems to uh, seems to be kind of like the 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 gold standard of like la- like the the incredibly lazy uh, no effort <laughs> Irishman voice. Like you, I even think, buddy, it, that that particular voice even goes back to like the old, like the old like '40s and '50s uh, movies of uh, uh, Officer McGillicuddy walking the beat in New York.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> or Irish Spring, are you icky? Are you sticky? Are you hot as anything? Hey, get away from summer, escape to Irish Spring. It's just terrible. I mean, uh, Irish Irish people must hate me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. Do we have some copy to read, Calvin? Would you be so kind yep. if you can?
2: <laughs> yes. Let, we shall. We shall change gears and uh, take a moment to thank our sponsors. Party
0: sex. Party sex. Party sex. <laughs>
2: We we would like to thank, while we still have them, our sponsor, City Running
0: Tours.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out their website at cityrunningtours.com york city. And make sure you check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. at the City Running Tour's Instagram page.
1: And, Calvin, you had some music picked out for us. Would you like to play a song before we get into whatever our next segment's going to be?
2: Absolutely. I'm not sure if uh, you're uh, in the mood for gospel at all, but... uh, Always. This is is a song that's... uh, has really been uh, really been helping me out, and uh, it uh, it brightened the mood of uh, of a friend of mine when uh, when I played it on my show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is this is Richard Smallwood. The name of the track is Angels.
1: was beautiful we should consider maybe doing an all gospel show definitely consider it
2: oh absolutely i'd be game for that
1: yeah uh i, I was also thinking a, a blues themed show i fucking love the blues mm. i fucking love the blues i love i love i love blues names howlin wolf ma Rainey, mississippi fred my shoes too tight johnson all right i made that one up <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you could you could you could put any any sort of any any amount of uh, uh, ver- like verbs together in in between somebody's first and last name, and it can sound like blues.
0: That <laughs> sound like a blues
1: name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Tommy,
1: it. I still owe you twenty, Robinson. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Richie, that thing I did on uh, 25th and Lex Simpson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is another one from uh, Playing for Change. A Rolling Stones song from 1969. Check out what they do with uh, Gimme Shelter.
2: was incredible
1: Oof. it was incredible they're, they were digging deep oh they yeah they're down mm. low they were dirty yes. something some nasty about it mm. love it love it you know and I was thinking about what I wanted to do for the show this week uh, all I texted to uh, to Calvin and, and Lucas who couldn't be with us tonight was I just want to play great music I just want to play great music and talk about whatever comes up I feel lighter I feel a change, you know, I I feel I it it was so such a difficult four years, such a difficult last year. Uh, And, you know, as a a bisexual man, I uh, had increasing fear about true violence against me. Uh, with so many friends and people I love that are people are, of color, I feared for them and violence against them. And then, you know, within the the period of this administration, the person outside of my family that I love the most, Lucas, transitioning to a male, becoming going becoming trans, and you know, seeing Trump actively work to take his rights away as a trans yeah. person it feels so much better and i just want to play great music
2: and enjoy <laughs> it just i mean just like inauguration day was just a a collective sigh of relief for this country
1: <laughs> how wonderful to see george bush bill clinton barack obama together unified talking about let's let's move forward together
2: yes oh my god the yeah, they're uh, the three of them coming together during the uh, inauguration, uh, the, inar- the inauguration special. I mean, that was, I mean, that what you saw there should be what America is all about. Amongst all of our differences, we can all come together and say we need our country, like we need this country to be the best that it can be. And we we need to stand together be- uh, behind our president, and also it's really nice to have a president with some common sense and not hate in his heart. Cause I don't, I don't think forty-five had blood; he just had hate going through his veins. <laughs> uh, hate and uh, uh, love of money.
1: You know, and I shouldn't be surprised that the vaccine rollout, you know, the last thing he had to do for coronavirus turned out to be terrible. Uh, and then and then Biden was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to release the stockpile. Oh, there is no stockpile. We find out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And you fucking you lied about there being a stockpile of vaccines, too. You lied about that, too. You fucking asshole. And there's, there's, when I went to my doctor's recently, there was talk in the office that, uh, that this, that, that this wasn't even incompetence on his part. He was just, this was his final fuck you to screw up, to screw up the rollout. And I don't know if it's true. I think it's more likely incompetence, but I wouldn't put it past him.
2: Yeah. I mean, fine, <clears throat> fine, uh, finding out that they, like, um the previous administration had no, like no concrete plan for a rollout other than uh, uh, uh a powerpoint presentation that they exported into a, a nice shiny picture i mean it, it it honestly it honestly comes as a surprise to no one but at the same time really <laughs>
1: really yeah, I, it was either my sister or my brother-in-law that were saying when the past presidents were gathered. they were like, "I'm glad Trump
2: wasn't there, cause awkward." Exactly. Oh. I mean, on- honestly, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Trump was sitting like sitting by himself, a la a, a- uh, Bernie Sanders with his mittens. But at least we at least we know Bernie Sanders was. Uh, He knew he had to be there, but he knew he wanted to be comfortable. (laughs) 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 I know, I know. I have to be here. It's a very special occasion, but you can't take away my mittens. I'm keeping the mittens.
1: (laughs) Vermont is very cold. We learned how to bundle up.
2: (laughs) And yes, I understand. You all know that I have one coat, but it is my good coat, and it is good for this particular season. <laughs> I mean, it was uh inauguration was a was a good day for all except for 45, but uh who cares?
0: <laughs> but who cares?
2: <laughs> Just some so much posit- uh, so much positivity that day, so much happiness. I even imagine Mike Pence was like, oh, "Thank God this is over. I can't <laughs> wait to go the fuck home." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be cordial. I'm gonna be nice, but the second I get back to Indiana, I'm gonna scream for twenty minutes straight. <laughs>
1: yep, yep. Hey, I don't, I don't care for Pence, uh, but you know, credit where it's due. Um, Absolutely, the past couple of weeks he stepped up. And he's, he's been, he's been doing the right thing you know ever since uh trump called him up and said you can go down in history as a as a as a patriot or you can go down in history as a pussy he uh he showed himself to be a patriot
2: Uh, absolutely it's funny like we like we we were pretty certain that pence was gonna do the right thing but you know what we we weren't 100 percent sure (laughs) But I'm I'm glad he did, and I'm glad he he stepped up for what uh, for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change everything he's did in the past four years, and um, and his entire every, political his career, entire political career. Yes, thank thank you. You 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 said it better than I was getting ready to say it.
1: <laughs> Well, I don't always get it right. I, I have a correction to make. from A few weeks ago, when I when I said systemic racism has been a problem in America for decades, correction, centuries.
2: Yeah. But,
1: let's uh, let's get the groove back. Right, uh, what what song did you me. have picked out? You had a second song picked out. We can either I, do that or we can do uh. The one more for the playing for change, stand by me. It's up to you.
2: You know what? I've really been enjoying the uh, the playing for change, uh, the playing for change sets here. So, all right. Originally
1: I'm... written by Ben E. King, released in 1961, huge hit. Film of the same name, and here we see what playing for change does with stand by me.
0: This song says, uh, no matter who you are, no matter where you go in your life, at some point you're going to need somebody to stand by you.
1: I'm so glad I, I. I'm so glad I just stumbled onto this. Yes. Musical organization playing for change.
2: Yeah, they are fan- fantastic. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. So many people involved in making that, not just from the uh, musician standpoint, but from the technical end of things. I can't. I can't imagine what what uh, I, I have. I mean, me and Tech. (laughs) 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 They all went out there with their tape recorders. This has been good. This has been this has been really fun. We have a minute left. So I want to not let that minute go by without saying uh, thank you, Calvin, very much. for uh, Obviously, I make fun of myself for not being able to do tech, and I can't do tech. And so if it weren't for you, I would not have this hour going out over the air. So I thank you very much for that and just for everything you bring to the show, to the station. You're absolutely awesome. Uh, thank Thank you you for listening we will be back next week another live show haven't haven't missed a show missed one show since the beginning of the pandemic just one and played a good repeat so can bet we'll be here next week final words calvin
2: um uh just uh grateful to be able to do this with you every week and uh i i hope everybody out there enjoys it
1: All right. Peace to you all. Show some love to yourself and to others.